Well, good morning, everybody, and welcome to the WBRX Wake Up Call. You know, it's a uh, it is another week here. We're into the month of October, and uh, you know, a lot of good stuff going on, and we're excited about it. We got you know, we've got some uh, new things that we're doing within the company this month. Um, today, uh, by email, <clears throat> we're going to be announcing all of the participants of the executive uh, board of Brand Partners, which is a newly formed leadership group within the organization that we are thrilled about. Um, you know, as we, you know, move into 2022, we're you know, making uh, some shifts and, uh, and some uh, modifications and adjustments as we, you know, look to advance and grow the company. We understand that, you know, the leadership team in place is important. And, uh, you know, Sean and I are, are two guys, and we've got a great group of leaders that we're going to start, you know, focusing more of the attention into as we expand and grow uh, the company into new markets in 2022, which is the kind of our, our primary focus. And in order to do that, you know, we've set a pretty, um, you know, what we think is a, a very reasonable criteria of the things needed from this group, and they have met those um, those objectives, and we're excited about pouring our time and our energy into them um, to the extent that, that we're able to as they go out and advance the, the growth opportunity for the company. And we're, we're thrilled about that. I think it's going to give everybody a unique opportunity, um, you know, to expand and grow their own businesses, uh, to provide the leadership necessary for other people within the company to leverage off of some of the things that they're doing and to be able to continue to, you know, to really you know, take and, and shift gears uh, and, and focus more time and attention, uh, not only in the fourth quarter of 2021, but as we move into 2022. And a lot of the things that, you know, we're going to be talking about, guys, is we, you know, we, we have a, a, you know, our inaugural meeting, which is going to be on the 23rd, Saturday the 23rd, that's going to be in the boardroom at WBRX. And then, uh, you know, we're going to get together and have a, a very nice dinner there at, at uh, you know, Perry's, which is very close by. And we conduct a lot of our, you know, private uh, business meetings there and our, you know, you know our, some of our business overviews there. But there's a lot of things that we're going to be instituting at, at that 23rd meeting that, that I think everyone is going to really appreciate and understand. And I think it's going to be, you know, simple, a simplified way of tracking the growth within your business uh, one of the things that um, you know, I was able to do as we concluded our, Sean and I concluded our, our, our previous journey with our last campaign, and now we, you know, I was out on the consulting side with other companies, is, is to lay out a, a very simple way for people to be able to track the growth of their business. And it wasn't complicated. It was very simple. It was just a, a activity tracking system that was on a calendar and we, we used a, you know, a number of different ways to track that. And I know as a company, you know, WBRX has been, you know, you know we've been doing um, corporate meetings. You know, we have our own uh, business overviews, and we have those business overviews on, you know, Wednesday, and we have them also, you know, our, our comp plan review on Saturday. And, and then we have, you know, you know, during the course of the month, We've got these um, dinner meetings, these business overview dinners that we're doing, we've been doing all summer long at Perry's, and now we have another one coming up, as, as most of you know, next Tuesday, the, uh, the 12th. We're excited about that. <clears throat> Tomorrow night, uh, one of the things that we're uh, initiating, you're going to see the email go out today. I was hoping it would go out over the weekend, but we're, we're going to get it out today, is a new segment on Tuesdays that's referred to as Ask the Doctor. And really, it's going to be one of our medical doctors, okay, that's going to be available to be able to share some basic information about education of the, you know, the endocannabinoid system, the various compounds that can nourish and help that system, what that system does, what it's designed to do. It's an educational platform, you know, just a brief summary. And then and then people that are, uh, you know, prospects or people that are looking to gain more information about that endocannabinoid system or just want to do a little Q&A with one of our medical docs, they'll be available to come on and under moderated conditions by Sean and myself, they'll be able to ask the questions. Uh, the first call uh, is going to take place, that's tomorrow, 
Tuesday, and, and Dr. Nick Dasani is going to be available to lay out some basic information and to take questions. And we think that this is going to be, uh, we're absolutely, you know, excited about this. We think it's going to be a unique opportunity for, for those of you that are, you know, here this morning, just want to welcome you to you know, take advantage of that for you personally, for your people, and also, um, you know, people that you say, well, maybe they wouldn't be a good candidate to jump on a presentation call. Hey, what we're going to really have an opportunity to do is just let them listen to, you know, someone that's going to talk about general basic information about, you know, the endocannabinoid system of the body, uh, to understand about how, you know, uh, the different compounds that are found within the cannabis plant effectuate that endocannabinoid system. They're going to be able to understand how other compounds outside of the endocannabinoid system can effectuate and nourish that endocannabinoid system. So our total focus is really just to educate and inform. And then obviously there's always people that have questions. You know, they may have a question as to, you know, you know, what their expectations could be if they're using certain amounts. And we don't, you know, we don't provide the, uh, we don't do any sort of um, designated prescriptions or we don't tell people absolutes because we don't have absolutes. We don't have necessarily studies that show, uh, you know, show people, you know, exactly what dose they should be taking, for example. And you and I, and we all as a just in layman's terms, we can give people that understanding. But if they have other questions from our medical doctors about, you know, for example, you know, you know, does, uh, you know, CBD or THC effectuate my respiratory system? Uh, does it, uh, you know, what part of the, of my body would potentially be, you know, is there, is, can I have too much or, or can I, or is there, how much do I need for my body, you know, to be able to take, you know, based upon my body weight. Now, a lot of this is common sense, but some of it is just clinical information so that we inform and educate and give people basic understanding. That's going to take place tomorrow uh, at 6 o'clock on the scheduled time that we normally have our presentation call. We're going to introduce this segment that's going to be uh, referred to as Ask the Doctor. And then, of course, um, you know, Wednesday we have our live business presentation. And, by the way, that that business presentation on a Wednesdays at the, uh, you know, at our corporate office in the boardroom, that's going to, um, you know, be conducted. You know, Sean and I are going to be around that, but a lot of the leaders within the organization that have now kind of stepped up and said, hey, we can share this information, we can present it, you're going to start hearing it from some of the leaders in the company. Uh, they'll cover a lot of that basic information. We'll be available for, you know, whatever is needed, uh, you know, to fill in the gaps. And then, of course, on Saturday, we have our, our call. Now, we have a schedule of events that we're going to be announcing um, as they come about that are going to be taking place up in Belton, okay? So, you know, depending upon the venue and depending upon the availability of seating and what have you, we'll let you know, um, you know, and we'll send out some, uh, you know, just some basic banner information so that you can see, for example, I think Sean is going to be up in Belton on the 7th. And we're going to alternate that. And so, you know, Sean and I both are going to be spending some time up in that market uh, with Sarah and, and Jeff, right? So we'll be doing that in October, November, and December. And as we move into 2022, we're very excited about that market and all of the new opportunities that can bring us. I know that Sean has also got some, uh, you know, more individual meetings with some with a doc up in, um, up in the Dallas area, right? So, so all of that is, is starting, as we start growing the company, our, our focus is new market development, new market growth. Now, one of the things that we're going to be doing with this new executive board, as we meet with them, uh, you know, this coming, uh, you know, the 23rd of October, is we're going to sit down with everybody, and, and they're going to come prepared with their objectives and their goals for 2022. One of the things we're going to really zero in on before we even get to Thanksgiving is what we're going to accomplish in 2022. And we're going to do the very best that we can to help organize in people's minds the expectations that they should have in the way of income, because this is a business that they're running, right? And so there's a certain amount of income that's going to be based upon their own direct efforts. And then there's going to be a reasonable forecast of what they can expect from the people that they're directly working through 
and then there will be a forecast of, of business development that will occur from, from um, you know, geometric progression or growth that will take place over the course of 2022. So we're going to really focus in on, on how to set those uh, expectations, uh, how to designate those goals, what the activity calendar should be. We're going to introduce something called a private business reception. Uh, many, of, of the, uh, many of you know that over the course of the last 18 months, we've had a little bit of a dilemma in our, in our world called a global pandemic, and uh, it's kind of created a, you know, a different pattern of people and, and what they do and how they do it. A lot of people are frankly working from home. We call it the cocoon effect, right? Well, as they're working from home and they're becoming productive from home, as we've said, right, people uh, today can be more productive in their underwear with a laptop and a, and a cell phone than many corporate executives have ever been in the past going into their office and spending the time to drive to the office, to get to the office, to get settled, and then, and then you know, have the interactions with people around them. And it, it's great that you have culture and camaraderie, but uh, today's world is a little bit different um, than it was, you know, even 18 months ago. It's certainly different than it was back in 2000 when we had, um, a, you know, a different company. And from 2000 to 2012, we had all, everything that was within an office. We had, you know, our own, uh, you know, shipment, fulfillment, delivery. We had everybody located in one place. We had 286,000 square feet right over here off of the Beltway, and that's, that's what we did. Well, today's business environment is a bit different. Now you've got people working productively from home. So one of the things that we want to do <clears throat> as an adjunct to that is provide a professional environment in what we call a private business reception in people's homes or their offices, uh, wherever it, you know, it is a good fit, uh, and, and be able to host people to come and understand more about the W. Barracks product and the business opportunity. And so all we're going to really be doing is we're going to be showing people how to track the amount of PBRs that they have personally and the amount of private business receptions they have going on in their organization. And I think what will be interesting and what people will learn is that they can almost look at a, <clears throat> an average number of business that they do over the – let's say, for example, I host uh, you know, two business receptions a week, and then I get a couple other people to do that. And, and now over the course of a month, we have 12 to 15 business receptions, okay, you're going to see that a number of, is going to appear and you're going to be doing an average amount of business at each one of these PBRs. You may have some PBRs where you have an explosion of business and some that you just kind of have a little bit of product that's sold. But overall, what you'll learn is that a ratio will appear, just as we discuss a ratio appears when you – you know, talk to 10 people. Well, this just takes that concept <clears throat> and it redefines it into a calendar so that if I've got, you know, 12 business receptions and I've done, you know, let's say $500 each one of those, then I'm going to have, you know, I I'm going to have a total amount of business that was accomplished over the course of that time, right? And so whatever that amount is, if I, if I have, you know, uh, you know $500 done, at you know each business reception on an average basis, that means I will have done six thousand dollars of business. And some people say, well, what if my number is higher over the course of twelve events? Well, then your number is going to be higher. The thing that you'll look, the thing that you'll realize is that when people go to the time and the trouble of hosting a private business reception, it, it, it increases the probability of them having people there. Right? It increases the problem because now you create an environment in your home where people can come. They can have a, you know, maybe a little bit of an, something to eat, a, you know, just very casual appetizer, or they can have you know, a little something to drink as they sit down, whatever they can be. It can be you know, Diet Coke. It can be a glass of water, iced tea. It can be a beverage. It can be an adult beverage. It doesn't make any difference. You're just providing that home-like environment for people that have that. And for people that don't have that, then you plug into other people that do have that, right? And so these private business receptions by nature start taking on a whole different and new different dynamic. Are we a company of home parties? No, we don't, we don't do home parties. We do private business receptions just by, what, you know, by the very title that, 
describes it. That's what we're doing. And we're, we're giving people an hour of information and, and a little bit of time to socialize and fellowship. And then we just have a, a whole schedule of those that are going on. Now, I'll predict here in the, in the market of Houston that on a weekly basis, as we get this thing going, uh, you're going to see in the, in the market of Houston, in the Houston, I'll just call it Houston metroplex area. We'll include uh, League City. We'll include the Woodlands, the whole market, right? It's a bit, I know it co- I mean, Houston's almost covering, you know, four or five different cities. We'll just call it Houston. <clears throat> I think that on a weekly basis, as we get this thing moving, uh, you're going to see that the amount of private business receptions that we are conducting here will grow from 5 to 10 to 20 to 30, up to about 50 easily just in this market. Well, when that occurs, you start seeing a drastic difference in the overall consistent business volume that we're doing. And here's what takes place, guys. It doesn't stay in the Houston market. It will extend and expand just as the company has into new places like Dallas, right, or Austin or San Antonio or out in Arkansas, right, or over in New Mexico, or over in Arizona, or out in California, it it just continues to expand and grow. Now, we used the concept of training centers in our previous campaign, and we had training centers all over the country. Sean had a training center right here in Houston. We had a training center in Atlanta. Uh, You know, we had training centers in California, in Orange County, in L.A., we had training centers, you know, up in the, up in the Chicago area. We had, tra- we had training centers. Well, that's because the company had, ex- had expanded and grew to the extent that people in that day worked in office environments. <clears throat> they worked in executive suites, and then they, in some cases, had a full-blown training center where they actually, um, you know, had, tra- had uh, you know, other distributors that came and leased office space, and they work cohesively together. And we know that, you know, the more people you have in a business environment or business meeting, the more productive the meeting is. The reason that our our, uh, business overviews at Perry's or in the boardroom or wherever we have it work more effectively is that we've got people teaming up to work together. Example, the last meeting that we had last week was a great meeting. Well, you had uh, our leaders there, okay? You had uh, Mitchell. You had Olga, you had Patty, you had Gail, okay? And then they had guests. <clears throat> I think Patty had two guests. Mitchell had a guest. Olga, you know, you know, everybody had new people. I mean, there was just, it was just a great mix. And then after we had the presentation, you know, Patty, in a very professional way, took her people next door to Ciro's and had something to eat for lunch. Um, and, and I know that, uh, you know, Gail was – was there, you know, took, you know, she had her, 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 her guy that was there. And, and, and we, and I know Mitchell had his guy that was there. And then we just went down. I just joined the, the party there and everybody just sat down and had a little something to eat. And we just, you know, just talked about just general things, just getting to know each other, just spending a little bit of quality time, you know, just talking about the information that we had just covered and now I think that Mitchell uh, has somebody that not only is getting involved, but has other people. Not only did Mitchell have somebody at the Saturday, uh, you know, 10 o'clock meeting with Sean, but that individual had somebody else on the call, right? So you, you just create these environments where people can come and get information, and when they get excited about the information, then they say, you know, this is probably something I need to bring somebody else, you know, to the, to the party with faster, it collapses the time frame. So we're going to be talking about all of these, uh, these different concepts and these ideas as we you know, come into our meeting on the 23rd. We're going to be talking about these new markets. All of us have um, – we've got people in other markets, and maybe we haven't felt as comfortable about getting those people spun up on the opportunity because you know, maybe we didn't think that the remote call or the Zoom call or the conference call was going to be quite enough. Well, now, example, let's say that, you know, Michael Vanderveer has someone in the Austin market. And Mitchell is going to be up in the, as an example, this is just an example, not a live example, but a, a concept example. Let's say that Mitchell had already, you know, planned to go up there, and uh, now he's doing meetings with other of his own prospects. Now what we can do is create an environment where Michael or whomever 
can start plugging other people that he has into that meeting that Mitchell would be doing. And, and so when you've got a group of people all focused and moving in the same direction, and Mitchell's very capable of doing the presentation, <clears throat> you've got Olga capable of doing the presentation, you've got Patty capable of doing the presentation, everybody on our executive board is more than capable of doing the presentation, and they have support. Now what we can do as a company is start plugging other people into that same venue. So it just gives us an opportunity, guys, to start really developing the leadership team internally, and that's how you expand and grow into new markets cooperatively. And now as you start to expand into new markets, because we're moving into a new time, a new business environment where I think people are very comfortable, or at least they're a lot more comfortable with getting out and going into a, uh, you know, going over to somebody's home for a private business reception or coming to someone's boardroom or, or meeting somebody at their office. It, it all is just based upon an environment now where people are, you know, after 18 months of what we've been going through, they're just getting acclimated to the idea of getting into gear and, and seeing people uh, person to person, which is where the productivity dramatically increases. You have a whole new shift of opportunity and that's what we're really excited about as we move into 2022. And, and guys, I know that, you know, these calls are really directed and designed for the leaders in the company, but, but it doesn't – you can have anybody within your organization that's plugging into the same call that we're doing at 830 in the morning. And we, we just, you know, encourage you to do that because <clears throat> as we move into 2022, <clears throat> you know, Sean and Barry are going to become a, a lot less the issue. And we're going to really make the issue a lot more about the leaders in the company, about the people that have not only gotten us to where we're at, but we're going to really leverage our time and our attention into those people to expand us into where we're going. Now, there's a lot of autonomy in that. <clears throat> and there's a lot of recognition in that. There's a lot of fun things that occur when you start working through your leadership team. But equal to that is something called accountability. You know, so... It's very important that we all understand, and I understand this, and I think all of us should understand this. I think every one of you understand this. You know, not everybody likes to be held accountable, all right? Not everybody likes to be held accountable to their own productivity or what they're doing. I, I mean, that's just a, you know, it's something we, and my kids don't like to be held accountable. None of us like that necessarily, but it's extremely important that we are accountable to one another, N not in a negative way in a very constructive and productive way. And there's not one single person on the call, starting with myself, that, that has, you know, ha ha doesn't need to be in an environment where iron sharpens iron. We all need that. And so what we can do uniquely together is we can provide that with and for one another. And, and it's not about, hey, you know, you said you were going to do this, but you didn't do it. No, it's about, hey, here's what your goal was, that didn't get accomplished. Let's talk about what we believe would be a different strategy and a tactic to accomplish the goal. And, and then, you know, as we work together, right, as people are looking to focus in and accomplish their goal, let's say that their goal, for example, as we went through the goals, uh, the, you know, the, other, the last call we had, we discussed everybody's goals for the month of October. Well, you really need to line out your calendar for the month of October, and every day becomes a chapter in the effort to accomplish that goal. Or you're not paying attention to your goal, or the goal is not really a goal. A goal is a dream with a deadline, but a goal is something that you, that you set in, in expectation of accomplishing. When we went through the call last week, a lot of the people on the call came on and said, hey, here's what I'm going to accomplish and I believe without a doubt this is a conservative number. And so whatever that number is, <clears throat> we want to help you accomplish that goal. We want to help you accomplish that, that number. It usually begins with, with making sure that we're accountable to a schedule of events and whatever that schedule is. So if I have a designated day of the week where I'm going to be hosting a business briefing <clears throat> a private business reception or a one-on-one, -on -one, whatever the case may be, I'm going to make sure that I do everything I need to do to make sure that that particular meeting <clears throat> goes off as good as it possibly could. 
I'm going to make sure that I'm going to be there early. I'm going to make sure that things are set up in such a way where when somebody arrives on time, they're there and I'm prepared to share the information, the basics. And then I'm going to make sure that I've done my job <clears throat> of promoting the actual event, whatever that event may be. And I'm going to make sure that I'm working with other people that are on the same exact page. Now, when we do that together, it's a whole different dynamic. I would tell you that that meeting that we had last Wednesday uh, in the office was a really good, unique dynamic. It was a group of people. It was almost as if a shift had taken place inside the organization when we sat there on Wednesday after we – and this is not – I, I don't, you know, believe me, we're not, Sean, I don't take any credit for the information that's covered, but let's just face it. We sit down on Tuesday our Monday morning and we're discussing our goals. It is amazing to me how quickly people started to zero in on what they needed to do to accomplish those goals. And our leaders responded and they can't, they had people at those meetings. I mean, they had people at that particular meeting. Now are they going to necessarily have people at every meeting. I don't know. It depends upon how focused they are on their, on their objective and their goal. The only limitation that people have in most cases, <clears throat> excuse me, <clears throat> is the limitation that they place on themselves. It's not, it, there's no, I mean, let's just face it. There's not one of the people that we, that I took the uh, numbers down for in the call last Monday. There's not one person I know without a doubt, every one of those people can accomplish those goals if they decide to do it. I mean, in other words, if they write that goal down and they're reading that goal every day and they've got it in front of them every day, I promise you there's not one of those people. I, I, I've, I've spent time talking to every one of them. I've spent time talking to, to Patty Pressure. I can tell you right now, that is, just as an example, I'm, not, I'm just calling as I see it. Okay, I'm not trying to blow smoke up an evil skirt here. I'm just saying the truth is if that lady decides to do something, she's going to do it. If Olga decides that she's going to make a goal, a goal for her, there's not one doubt in my mind that she's going to go out and she's going to accomplish that goal. If Mitchell decides, if he decides, like, okay, I'm going to go out and build this thing, I already know what's going to happen. So a lot of it is a decision. If Sarah, I'll promise you this, if Sarah Davidson decides she's going to do something and this is what she's going to do, there's not any question in my mind if she takes that same ingenuity, creativity, and attention to detail and places it with respect to building and developing this business, there's no doubt in my mind, not a single doubt. So I just know by the people and the nature of the people I'm working with, if Gail Kinney says, you know what, this is what I'm going to do, and I'm going to do it as, uh, as good as I possibly can. I'm going to put forth the energy, the effort, just give me the direction. See, Sean and I don't have any doubt. So now it's just a function of what we can do. If Michael Vanderveer says, I'm going to look at really making this thing happen, then every day he's going to be making strides and steps to increasing the amount of new people he's going to be talking to. He's going to make sure that the customer base and the growth opportunity within Dr. Boucher's office, but it's not going to be because of Barry or Sean. It's going to be because of you guys doing it for you and your family. We know that. We we. I mean, we're smart enough to know that you're here on this call, and we all love each other, but let's just face it. We're here to help each other build a business, make some money, and enjoy life. That's the truth. We're, we're not, we don't assume that you're doing this for us and our family. We know you're not. We, we just want to be we're, – we're helping participate and providing a vehicle where you guys can do just about whatever you want to do, and believe me, and you can write this down, as you start going in this mindset, you will be blown away <clears throat> at the results that will occur. You won't even recognize, you will not recognize the company at all in six months because you're going to see just how quickly, and believe me, guys, I've done this before, and I know Sean's not, but when, I, when you take a, a group of people and you focus people in the same direction, you get all oars in the water, you don't just, you know, create double, triple the growth. You explode your company. It's taken us a minute to get to the point where we have a leadership team in place, but you can write this down and do it and listen to it and, and look at it yourself. 
in six months, you're not going to recognize the company. By the time we get through from where we are today, when we get from spring going into summer, you're going to see an organization and an amount of business volume that will be somewhere around 500000 to a million a month with just the conversation we're having right now and the people that we have on this call right here. And that doesn't take into account all, I'm saying through this group, but there will be a whole team of people that will show up once you are focused and directed and you have an idea of how you're going to build. If Mitchell shows up and says, I'm going to build a $100 million company and here's exactly how I'm going to do it, I've got, you know, I've got a, an orchestrated team of 10 to 20 people, and each one of these people in a variety of different markets have a specific target and goal that they're going to accomplish every single month. See, he's very familiar with, you know, said to me when we spoke on the phone, he said, I'm very familiar with what you're doing. Well, now, now we're just doing it together. You're, everyone's familiar with the accountability. Everyone's familiar with the autonomy and the excitement of, of a leadership team cooperatively, you know, working together and now and, and having lots of fun, generating a lot more income, but more importantly, now you have this kind of accountability. We, I'm accountable to every one of you. For everything I say that I'm going to do, I'm accountable. Sean's accountable to every one of you, but you're also accountable to us what you say you're going to do. That's how we work, right? We say we're going to do things that we're, we got to be accountable for those things. I've got to be accountable to show up. If I have a, if I have a dilemma in my world, there's one answer. It's called new business development, revenue. There's no other answer. My emotion goes out the window. It's what do I need to do to help solve the problem inside of my business, whatever that is. And so we just work together. I use the very best talents and skills and, and work and energy that I can provide, and everybody else does the same thing. And you know what? You'll see magic happen. I promise you, it's just one of those things. Now, we couldn't be more thrilled and more excited about the fact that we have this leadership team in place that we're going to be announcing today. But let me just tell you, this is just the inaugural group. If for whatever reason someone's name doesn't appear on that email, just know that there will be a monthly and quarterly review of this particular group, and we are going to be looking for new participants to join that board. We'll be talking about who becomes a part of that board with the existing board that's in place. We'll be talking about the criteria. We'll be talking about who has stepped up and who's done some amazing things to be able to be a part of that board. And it will start with just a, a small team of people, probably eight, eight to ten people, whatever that number is. But here's the deal, guys. As we build that core, it's like an apple. As you build that core, the size of the organization will also grow commensurately larger a lot larger because everybody that's part of that board is developing their own, their own internal core, their own internal team as a part of the bigger team. So guys, we're excited. We've got a lot of things to cover. And, and with that, I'm going to, I'm going to turn the call over uh, to my partner, Sean Baker guys. And uh, you know, listen guys, we, I, I had a chance to, you know, kind of chime into the uh, call uh, on Saturday and just listening to, to him go through the comp plan and the detail and the time Guys, what's exciting is I just, as I was listening to Sean do it, I thought to myself, you know what? Pretty soon, because of the time and attention everyone's spending, they're going to be doing that. You guys are going to be doing that same thing with your own group of people on a call that you're going to be having, and it won't take very long. So with that, Sean, I'm going to turn it over to you, brother. Uh, looking forward to the information. I'm going to take some notes. So go ahead. Hey, thanks, Barry. Appreciate it. Good morning, everyone. Happy Monday. Glad to be on the call, as always. I tell you, for, uh, Saturday was great because because we opened it up for questions. We finished about ten minutes early, and we actually opened it up for questions, and, and there weren't any. And I don't say that as a you know look at me or you know I must have done a great job. I, I don't say that at all. What I think it is is that it's been a group of people that have been you know on these calls diligently, and they've been taking notes, and they've started to realize and to understand the concepts and the and the philosophical nature of the comp plan as well as you know, the practical application. And, and so I just don't think there were a ton of questions because I, I believe, I'd like to believe anyway, that people are just really starting to get it. And, and, and the proof will be in the pudding. You know, I, Barry uh, and, and Gail and Olga and Patty and I met at the office uh, about, I think it was two weeks ago, maybe three weeks ago now, but, you know, got together and, and, and Olga said, Hey, yeah, I'll, I'll, I'll present the presentation. And she, 
you know, took the mic, took the, not the mic, but the, the clicker, you know, and she started presenting the information. And she very quickly realized that there were several parts of it she knew very, very well. She was very articulate. You know, Olga's got a great charismatic personality, always giggling um, in, a, you know, in, a, in a fun and playful and uplifting way. And she was able to use her personality to convey and facilitate the information. So then she passed the baton to Gail, and Gail went through it, you know, from start to finish as well, kind of a dress rehearsal, if you will, and, and, and the same. Great, uh, great disposition, great communication, great energy, very articulate, you know, wonderful stories about both the product and, you know, the, the impact it's having on people's lives, both, you know, personally, you know, or Gail's dad as an example, and, and you know, uh, uh, communally. And then Patty, last but not least, Patty, who had never even seen the presentation, takes the takes the, the clicker, you know, the presentation clicker, and then she walks through the whole thing using her personality and her charm and her corporate background. And, I mean, just all three of these ladies did a phenomenal job having never presented it before. And it made Barry and I kind of sit back and go, okay, well, wait a minute, you know, what have we been waiting on? And so I just believe, I say all of that to say I believe the compensation plan is the next evolution. I know that people like Mitchell Holzer, you know, who have a financial background, pretty pretty well understand the compensation plan and are prepared to, to present it to people. Uh, I know that there are others, and I am not going to go through every single name, but I just know there are a number of you. It's funny because someone will ask me a question for clarification, and one of you on this call will actually, and, and when I say interject, I don't mean interrupt. I'm grateful, but you will interject with with the correct answer. You'll say, I think I know this one, and you'll say what the answer is, and you are right nine out of ten times. And so I would just tell you, as we, as Barry mentioned, as we turn the corner, which I believe we are at that crossroad, but as we turn that corner, you know, you guys will continue to step up, and you'll be presenting the the business opportunity overview as well as, you know, for those of you that are ready, and I think many of you are very, very close, if not already there, you know, you'll be presenting the comp plan. And the last thing in that evolution that Barry and I will have the ability to teach you is simply closing the deal. And I don't mean hard selling, guys. Please don't think that. We're not arm twisters. You know, we're not, you know, Olga has a great joke from the car business, but, you know, she, she'll, she'll talk, you know, be in a business presentation. And just jokingly, she'll say, what can I do to get you to go home in a car today? Well, it's funny because everyone knows that's not who and what we are. But there are places, there are organizations, and there are companies that absolutely are that way. They, they want to know how they can send you home in a car today. Um, and so anyway, all that to say, but there is a closing process that's really more about, okay, you know, I would say to say Barry, I would say, Barry, listen, you know, you've met us. And I would normally just kind of recap. You know, you met us at the XYZ event. We had a great time. You got to, you know, get to know us at a little bit of a more of a personal level. Then we had the privilege of having you come over to the office where you had already been sampled. Now, guys, I'm going through this on purpose, so listen to the steps. Engagement or, 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 or you know, whatever you want to call it, but meeting someone, you know, validating them as a prospect, just in the prospecting phase. Hi, nice to meet you. What do you do? Oh, that's cool. Oh, what do I do? Well, I am in the CBD space, yada, yada, yada you now have an engagement, right? So as I'm recapping, I said, Barry, we met at the, just for sake of this conversation, Barry, we met at the BizPack event. Had a great time. We broke some bread, got to know each other personally, got you sampled. Guys, check that box. Got to have them sampled. And then we had the privilege of inviting you over to the office where you came and spent an hour, hour and a half, two hours here in the business overview. You then joined the Saturday call where you got the compensation plan information. Now we're meeting with you one-on-one -on -one to really put all the puzzle pieces together. Have you, and you could say something like this, this is just an example, have we facilitated everything you need to conclude your due diligence? Okay, so that's, a, that's just a tee up, a pre-close, if you will. Barry, you've gone through A, B, C, D, E. Have we concluded your due diligence process? And if not, what holes still remain? Well, I'd really like to talk to this doctor. Or I'd really like to blah, blah, blah. Or they say, no, I've, you know, I've enjoyed all the presentations. I've enjoyed the product. 
Matter of fact, I purchased two. I'm ready to get started. You know, I don't really know what that means. And now you're having a conversation of, okay, but great. Well, this is manager. This is PPC. This is about this much inventory. This is about that much inventory. You, you know, you can start anywhere between. Where do you see yourself getting started? So anyway, I'm, I'm giving you this mini lesson on closing because some of you guys are almost to that point. And some of you guys are still learning how to present the business opportunity presentation. That's okay because you need someone who can play first base, right? You need someone who can play second. You need someone that can, you know, pitch the ball, bring it home, play catcher, right? Like there's all of these different components. And it's just I'm only giving you this recap, if you will, because we're starting to see folks. There was a lot of you guys initially, just, just be honest, a lot of you guys were really hanging out in the dugout or maybe kind of coming out and, and dabbling around on first base. But there really hasn't been anyone to date that, that was hanging out on second base or third base or home, right? And now with Gail and Olga and Patty, just as an example, I know Sarah could get up and do a presentation. Sarah has done her own presentations remotely out there in Bolton without Barry and I present at all. So, I'm not, you know, like I said, I'm not, I don't want to exclude any name, but there are a number of you on the call who have been doing the business presentation or the preliminary work to get someone to a business presentation. And I just want to call you forth and encourage you, you know, if you already know the business presentation, ask to present the comp plan. Next Saturday, we're, we're taking volunteers. Somebody present it this coming Saturday. If you haven't presented the business opportunity presentation and you, do, you know you're absolutely not ready to present the comp plan, then maybe you, know, you present the business opportunity presentation to somebody this week. If you're in Houston, maybe you present it live at the office. You know, if you're remote, you know, I'm going to be in Belton on Thursday night. Maybe, maybe, maybe Sarah and I, you know, share the workload, and she does the beginning and I do the end, or she does the I do the beginning and she does the end, or maybe I come up and warm the room up, and then Sarah comes up and does the middle, and then I conclude the presentation and thank everybody for coming. There's a number of ways, you know, that you can dice up and chop up. But, but Barry and I need to know, you know, who's ready to, to pick up the bat and, and, and get on deck, you know. Um, we're not trying to push anybody in the deep end of the pool. And at the same time, you know, Barry just articulated very, very clearly and quickly five, six, seven different markets that need attention. And you guys are, you know, all pretty sharp folks. You, you don't have to be a mathematician to realize there's one Barry and there's one Sean and there's, you know, seven exciting markets or six exciting markets, whatever it is. And we simply can't be, you know, in any, at every place at every time. And so we're just excited that you guys continue, you know, to show up. You continue to, to join the calls. You know, you're really starting to understand how to facilitate the information. And, and it is an evolutionary process, you know. And then, and then I can go one step further. You know, as Barry mentioned, when I was uh, a distributor, you know, here in Houston, we had a training center. We had a, uh, it was called the Smith Tower, uh, Towers. There's three of them. Um, is it the Smith? I'm drawing a blank. I forget the name of it. Anyway, my window looked out at Enron, uh, ironically, about the time that Enron collapsed. And it was so funny because I would have people come into my office talking about, you know, a risky entrepreneurial venture as I stared out my 16th floor window at the Enron building during all of the time that was going on in their collapse as people were sitting in my office telling me about the security that they have in their corporate American job. And, and literally, I'm, I'm looking out the window watching Enron, and I know you guys are familiar with Arthur Anderson and all this stuff that was going on. But really, the, the reason I, that I bring that up and, and touch on it, as Barry was alluded to, is because what that office was is what we're starting to experience at the corporate office which is really just the synergy of people coming together. Look, I know, and I'm okay with it, I'm not everybody's cup of tea. I've got some great friends that would walk through fire for me, and then I've got some great acquaintances that will, you know, come play golf and they'll hang out. And then I've got some folks that I talk to once a year on their birthday or maybe on their wedding anniversary, or we just, you know, we're Facebook friends. And I get that. That's, that's just the nature of the beast. That's life. But I would tell you, when you get someone, you know, like me and my personality, just as an example, you know, and then you got Barry and he's a completely different personality, though we share a lot of 
synergies and philosophical beliefs, and then you add a Patty, and then you add a Gail, and then you add a Mitchell, and then you add a Joseph, and then you add a, you know, I feel like I'm missing somebody. I said Patty, Gail, Olga, you know, Melissa. You know, you get these people, they've got different corporate backgrounds. They've got different, you know, faith walks. They're at different places in their life, you know, socioeconomically speaking. But the one thing that always seems to happen when we get together is people are laughing. People are exchanging energy, sharing information. You know, sometimes it's I'm struggling with this, that, or the other. And sometimes it's, hey, man, I've had a great day. I sampled three people, and, you know, somebody's coming to the meeting next week. You just never know what's going to, you know, what you're going to share. But when you get into community like that in these small pods, good things always happen. Well, when I was a distributor, you know, we, we – I went out, and I'm not saying this, you know, to break my arm, pat myself on the back, but this wasn't something that was corporately sponsored. You know, I, I talked to Barry. I said, we need, we need an office space. We need somewhere to meet and to work. And he said, yeah, you do. And one of you guys need to sign a lease, and then you need to collect dues from other people that want to share the space. And so I did. I went out, and I acquired a space. I signed a lease. I, I had other four or five other people that joined me. And at the time, I want to say we spent – I want to say it was like $2,000 a month, and, you know, there were 10 leaders that were willing to share that, and so, you know, it cost each of us $200 a month to have a, a viable, you know, high-end corporate working environment for people to come and share the information. So, that, again, that was another evolution. That may be a direction we go in the future, or with Zoom calls and a global pandemic and people working from home, we, we may never have, you know, training centers again. I, I don't know. And I'm open to go either way. You know, but these, these private business receptions, as Barry mentioned, it's a great opportunity to get people out. And like he said, you may be drinking Diet Coke or iced tea or, or you may be having a, a glass of wine or a, an adult beverage. It's not about getting together and drinking and getting sloppy and hooting and hollering until midnight on a Tuesday night. That, that's not what we're talking about. Does that happen on occasion? Sure. Does everyone need to, you know, let their hair down and blow off some steam? As long as everyone's being adult and professional and, and using caution and being safe, hey, we're all, we're all adults here. More power to you. But I would just tell you, if you keep it, you know, after work but early enough to get home and enjoy some family time and you keep everybody, you know, between the, as my grandfather says, keep it between the ditches, right? You don't want anybody going off in the ditch. So have some wine, have some beer, have some, you know, other soft drinks and beverages and some food, you know, and keep it upbeat, keep it uplifting, you know, enjoy some socialization, maybe enjoy an adult beverage or two, share the information about the business opportunity and about the products. And as Barry always says, you know, bam, bam, book a meeting from a meeting. I think, guys, one of the things that we probably need to recalibrate you know, and I'm not trying to just, just baseball or sports metaphor you guys to death, but just bear with me here. You know, a lot of times, and I'm just talking about me, when I was brand new to the business, man, I thought meeting somebody at, say, a Starbucks, you know, or or uh, meeting them in a football game or meeting them somewhere and, and now having a prospect to, to talk to, I was like, man, home run. I met someone. Well, when you're brand new and you are, you don't have you don't have any prospects, it does feel like a home run when you have someone that says, "Yeah, you know what? I've been looking at at CBD. I might be interested in in hearing more about your products or your opportunity." Well, guys, that's not a home run. It feels like a home run when you've got nobody. But but let's be honest, that's like picking up the bat, right? But then from there, okay, so now I've picked up the bat. I'm in the game. I've got my uniform on, so to speak. I've picked up the bat, and I've engaged and met a prospect. Well, how do I turn that into a home run? Okay, a lot of you guys think a home run, and I've been there, okay, and I'm not picking on anybody. But I bet if we unmuted the lines and said, okay, what's a home run? Most of you or many of you, I'm going to guess, would say, oh, man, PPC is a home run. Not really, guys. Not in the grand scheme of things. Things. A home run is getting someone in the business that will simply commit to their plan, that'll do what they said they want to do. So I've had to tell you, I've had people start at PPC and, and just disappear, eat the product and go away. They've just gone, no harm, no foul, 
no hard feelings, no bad blood. It just, it just didn't click for them for whatever reason. And then we've had other folks start at manager and go out and build a million dollar, a $5 million, a $10 million line in the business. I mean, I think you look at somebody like Barry and I, and I don't guys, I don't want to put Barry on the spot and I don't remember all of the exact details, but as he comes on at the end, maybe he'll conclude. But I think when Barry got started, I don't think there was even in that company. And I'm talking about when he varied like 1990, you know, two, when he got involved in the industry of network marketing for the very first time, I think he bought like $5,000 worth of product. He told me one time, it was not a ton of money. And he went out and built an organization across the globe that did millions of hundreds of millions of dollars with a $5,000 capital investment. So guys don't get hung up on PPC or NMD or blah, blah, blah. Get hung up on go meet a new prospect. Okay. So now you've picked up the bat. You're in the game. You get them sampled. That's first base. You get them on a three-way call and to buy product from you. Cause that's, that's how it should go, guys. I meet Joe or Sally. I have a story. We exchange information. <clears throat> I get them spun up just enough to say, yes, I'd be willing to try your product and do a three-way call with you and someone else, right? Well, now I'm on second base. Or I'm headed to second base. I want to sell them product at second base, and I want to invite them to a business opportunity overview. So, they come to the business opportunity overview. Now I'm rounding third, right? Because now I'm going to present the comp plan, and then I'm going to close them at any rank in the business. And, guys, that's the home run. That's the home run. Leaving somebody stranded on third. Oh, man, you know, I met Sally, and she came to my home at my private business reception, and she met Sarah and Olga and Jen, and, man, they really hit it off. And I got her sampled. And then I sold her a bottle of sleep, and she's coming on Thursday, and I never heard from her again. Guys, I mean, if you're a Houston Astros fan, you know all about leaving people stranded on first, second, and third and ultimately losing the game, right? I mean, we've had chances, and I'm not trying to get on a stump here, but the Astros have been infamous for having a good pitching squad and, a, and good hitters, good batters, and getting a guy on first and advancing to second. He gets from second, he gets to third, now the bases are loaded, you got some on first, second, third, and then we strike out and everybody sits back down. Right? Guys, that can happen in a business if you're not careful. So you've got to be in the game, right? Meet prospects, be talking to people, but stop seeing that as a home run because it's not. It's good, it's great. You gotta be engaged. But start seeing things for what they really are. Prospect is just getting in the game. Getting them sampled. Get them on a three-way call, first base. Get them to the business opportunity presentation. You know, get them, you know, engaged, really fully engaged and knowing this is a business, second base. Getting them in the comp plan, starting to do some business planning, have them understand, making their list of people, ready to get involved, third base. But, guys, if they don't become a brand partner and order a little bit of inventory to do the six-step marketing program and engage in the business, no home run. So home run isn't PPC, in my opinion. Now, if you want to start looking at things like grand slams and no hitters and you want to get real creative and make just go all the way with the baseball metaphor, then feel free. Absolutely grand slam is that they – actually, to me, a grand slam would be – would have a time component. So let's take Mitchell and his new prospect, TN. TN, if I'm saying that right, and if Mitchell, I'm not, coach me up, man. I don't want to butcher anybody's name. But TN got – you know, came – someone Mitchell knows – Mitchell, I'm assuming, got him sampled because I never actually directly asked him. We're going to assume he's been sampled. He came to the um, office. He got on a Saturday call. Now he's coming back to the office. It looks like it's going to be about a, a week to two-week sales cycle. If this guy gets involved in anything from, say, regional director above and in under two weeks, I'll call that a grand slam. I'll be okay with that, Absolutely. So, guys, that's just the cycle of the business. It starts to get fun when you have a lot of prospects. I know when you're riding with one person, you know, on your list, it gets frustrating because now you feel like, well, if they get involved, great, I'm excited. If they don't get involved, I've got nobody, I'm back to the drawing board. 
And guys, I know what a siege, what a, what a what a pain, staking, life sucking siege it is to have one prospect at a time, all the time, and just be wondering are they going to get involved or aren't they? So I would just tell you, go out and get you twenty five new, fresh prospects. Get in the game and just see how many of twenty five that you can get on first base. And of those people that you get on the first base, let's see how many of that smaller group that we can get to second and then to third and then round third and get home, get involved in the business. I know you guys are tired of leaving folks stranded on, on base, as am I, and we can do this. Our, our products have never been better. The timing's never been better. And our leadership, our leadership has never been better. So I think now is a great time, and, and, and I'll, I'll conclude with that. But, uh, Barry, if you'll come on and close us out, and if I misspoke about your uh, where you got involved, please feel free to, to correct me. My feelings will not be hurt. But if I recall, you, you got involved with, you know, a, a nominal amount of inventory compared to today's date, but you went out and you took that seed capital and you did huge and great things with it, and we need more of that. So with that, thank you, guys. Let's have a great week, and, Barry, I'll kick it back to you. Hey, Sean, great great job as always. <clears throat> yes, back in 1992, that is a true story. I started off with $5,000 worth of inventory, and I found um, about uh, six other people that did the same exact thing, and uh, that is what uh, promoted me to the top rank within the business, that that particular comp plan, and, and we were off and running. And, uh, yeah, I mean, it, so it really is, and, and I didn't go out and find six other people. I, I had a guy by the name of Kevin Shikanagua, uh, he and his wife. Uh, I also had another gentleman, um, Craig, uh, Craig, Va uh, not, I can't remember Craig's last name, actually, but it was uh, Craig. And then I also had another, another uh, gal that got involved, Taylor Obrey, and then they brought new people. I remember it like it was yesterday as I'm talking about it. And then so collectively in that first 30 days, we had six me and then six new people. So we did a little over uh, $30,000 of business, which was the required amount to get to the top. And we went to work. Now I had no idea at all what I was doing. I didn't have any clue <clears throat> of how to, you know, share the presentation, talk about the comp plan. All I knew is I had had great results uh, felt very good about the product and believed that this company had the potential of growing and expanding. But I wasn't, I wasn't sure. I had never been involved in, in building a network marketing company before. I'd never built. I'd never had any experience of doing a meeting. <clears throat> I was just convinced that it had been done successfully before I got there. <clears throat> the industry had obviously had success. I wasn't trying to recreate the wheel by determining whether <clears throat> the industry was successful. I knew it was successful. I could see it. Um, I was just trying to figure out what I needed to do to be successful. And so that, you know, those are basic fundamentals that we know all of our, um, everybody goes through. <clears throat> I promise you, everybody, everyone on the call, you went through that. You've got new people that are going to go through that. And it's all about how we can collectively create that environment where people can go through their evaluation and, and do it in, in, a, in a very professional way and do it in a very complete way and then determine if this is the right fit for them. We've got great products. We're going to be continuing to add a lot more great products. But, you know, when people look at this for the first time, they're trying to figure out, you know, who's this guy, Sean, and what's this guy, Barry, and let me just look at the website. That's where everyone starts. They've never been experienced or exposed to anything. It's how we can collectively expose them to that information together. So, guys, we're so excited about this week. We've got a phenomenal week of a lot of new activity, new growth. Uh, we're, you know, today, be looking for that email uh, where we, uh, you know, announce the, uh, the executive uh, board of brand partners, the inaugural group. It's not going to be the end all. It will be this group that we are going to start with. And then as we finish out the, um, you know, the fourth quarter of 2022, and we, I mean 2021, and we enter into 2022, we'll be continuing to add new participants to this group, and you'll start to see a very large expansion of the new market growth that we're in because we've got more feet on the ground, 
more people ready to participate, more people ready to do it in an effective way. So thank you so much. Appreciate you guys, Sean. Great job as always. Appreciate everybody and what you guys do. And we look forward to seeing and hearing from you uh, very soon this week. Don't forget, tomorrow night, 6 o'clock, Dr. Nick Dasani, you're going to see the uh, banner that's going to come out uh, discussing everything. Talk to you soon. Bye-bye.